Before we dive into this week's episode reviewing She-Hulk episode 2, just want to let you know that we've had some issues with the online platform we use to record our podcast that resulted unfortunately in some issues with the audio files themselves. So we did the best that we could to salvage the audio and make it somewhat listenable so that you can still hear the great discussion featuring our guest for this week. We hope to have the issue resolved fairly soon, so be sure to check out the rest of the episodes as we continue reviewing She-Hulk by subscribing to the podcast wherever you're listening. You're listening to Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast that is also ruled by and dictated by the internet. Because without it, where would we be? Not using our recording equipment, that's what we're going to be doing. But anyways, you don't care, that's not here nor there. This is your first time listening to the podcast. We're going to be talking about all the greatest news, reviews, and talking about episode two of She-Hulk, which is going to be a grand old time. With me is the greatest dad in the whole damn universe. We love him dearly. And we also have a friend making his, I don't know, how many number return at this point. Basically a third co-host to Earth A94. You'll hear from him in just a minute. Right over to him, to my virtual left, it's Louis Tonnerini. How's it going, man? We're getting Wolverine! Episode 2, it's happening. There it is. I'm good. I'm good. Today, Henry was in the bounce house, and he found a yellow ball, because I threw all the ball pit balls in there. He said, mm. the yellow ball is Wolverine powers! And then he started scratching the side of the ball pit. I was like, where the Aww. fuck did you learn that? <laughs> I was, I've never been more proud. But <laughs> at, the same time, at the same time, I was like, where the hell did you get that from? So, That's funny. So there's that. Nice, man. Let's kick it over to our good friend over here from Mr. Marvel Minutes podcast, but we like to call him Brian. How you doing, man? Good. We're getting Howard the Duck. <laughs> we already got Howard the Duck. What do you oh, blink you like that for? <laughs> Gross. I've been doing Brian. It's been a while but, since yeah. we've had you on here. Yeah, it's been a good minute since I've been on. Glad to be back. Background yeah, is a, a little spotty, but that's all right. No, hey, at least you can see the background and no pixels. Yeah. More on that later. Fuck Xfinity. <laughs> I've been having some inter- internet connectivity issues. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> One thing we like to do, kick off every episode, before we actually dive into news and our title of the episode, like I said, talk about She-Hulk episode two here. We like to just catch up on what's been going on, and we have some cool stuff to talk about. So let's kick it off. MCU for you. Oh, yes. So, Louie, what's been MCU for you? Oh, literally nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I um, say that every time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, we did, um, we had Henry's birthday party the other day. My young boy just turned three. Well, he'll be three on Wednesday, but we had his third birthday party and, uh, it was Spider-Man themed. So we had Spidey stuff going game where, uh, Spider-Man villains inside of plastic and I stacked. And the kids, in theory, 
would take some silly string and shoot the villains, you know, like web them up string and in, in uh, what's the word in practice they just filled the cups up with the silly string and then smooshed it down excuse me and then played with it like that also i had a guy a good friend of mine a very good friend of mine come over and he dressed up as spider for the kids and no way and the kids loved it Aww. He took pictures with the kids. You know, uh, I heard, I didn't see it doing something else, but I heard Henry was so excited that he ran over and got his own Spider-Man man. Picture with Spider-Man himself. So that was nice. Uh, we'll get to it later. Uh While Spider-Man was with the kids, I had to go inside and put on a post cosplay that I made mm-hmm. pretty much the night before, where I took some wood, one bodies, and I cut them into an X, and I bolted them together, and then I zip pulls to them, and then I took zip made like segments out of the pool noodles, and then I took wire hangers and. And I connected them in the middle, and then I bent them around to look like his his tentacles. Check. Tentacles are good. And then that I yellow kind of chest plate on. A little bit of the back as well. And then I had green pants that I had duct tape knee into. I stole rubber boots from work. I had black duct tape. I wish I had gray duct tape. I messed up. I'm sorry to the purists, but I had black duct tape, so I made the belt. It was based on Dr. Octopus from the Spidey and his amazing friends show on Disney Junior. She wears a, a belt. It's like a, a like a metal belt. She can put stuff in there. And it gets her power. She puts them in there. Regardless. It's a yellow uh, or black duct tape. And cardboard, and then I made like the little jewel in the middle out of the yellow duct tape. And so to get ready, I needed help because I had to bungee the uh, the uh, the tentacles on with with two bungee and under my huge man boobs. And so they those got hooked onto my back, and I need but I was too fat for the belt, so I needed a friend to uh, Richard to. Uh, tape the belt to me so i was in the whole thing and i had uh kitchen yellow kit pretty good so uh most mostly that's what i did for for marvel uh this week i'd say no can confirm i was there at the party and it was awesome seeing your costume dude like you did a great job like coming up and just creating that from scratch, like Louis, you uh, you should be you, consider like when you have time. That is, I think you should really consider like building your own cosplays a little bit more like intricately because you got the like oh, creative juices that are just like I was impressed. I was very impressed. If I wasn't <laughs> the world's fattest man, I would be much more into cosplaying. But 
looking at the pictures from the party, I was horrified. But that's neither here. Nah, it looks great, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. I'm glad to hear the party went well, and it was adorable seeing it. So major, major dad points to you. How about you, uh, Brian? What's been MCU for you? Well, the biggest thing this week is that I guess it's, it's kind of some MCU news, too. Could be true, could be false. I've still been trying to dig into it in my free time. But it looks <laughs> like Chris Evans is returning to the MCU. Ooh. And with uh, D23 right around the corner, we expect them to hopefully talk a little bit more about Secret Wars. And that would be where he's going to show up. Mm -hmm. So it's really been just taking well, over your life like, ooh, I need to find this now. I've been well, last week's digging. episode. I want some official proof. <laughs> on, on last week's episode of Earth 894, we, uh, we discussed um, whether or not Captain America was actually on the moon or if he was dead or whatever. Uh, do you think Chris Evans could come back in uh, New World Order, Captain America 4? I think if he did... It, it's going to be old man cap is what we would get. Um, yeah. But with Secret Wars, you know, that takes place. Um, what is that like in the, the 80s, give or take something like that, whatever the timeline mm -hmm. is. So Captain would be a young Captain America, but we'd also, you know, get Dr. Doom. We'd get the X-Men. We're already seeing these little bits and pieces that we are going to get Dr. Doom and the X-Men. So it just makes sense that Chris Evans shows up in Secret Wars. It does make sense. And I personally like would prefer to see him show up not as a human torch from Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. Just because it's like, yeah, he's finally back, finally back, and he's not Captain America. What the heck you doing? Um Yeah, and you know, funny you bring up the moon thing. So last week I also was saying like, you know what? I'm gonna watch the Inhumans. I'm gonna do it. I have tried a couple times. And I started, like, trying to watch it. But it's not that I didn't, like, get bored or anything like that. It was because I was turning it on when I was falling asleep. So I was like, all right, it's something I'll watch to fall asleep to, right? Um, but as soon as I watched, like, the first 10 minutes or so of the first episode, immediately they basically have almost, like, a hidden base on the moon that's hidden with similar tech that they use in, like, hiding Wakanda in plain sight. And I was like, huh. So all the Inhumans are hiding in this invisible place on the moon. And we've just been talking about how Captain America might be on the moon. So what if they actually finally bring back the Inhumans, at least that base is on the moon, and literally he's hanging out in the hidden base on the moon with the Inhumans, or who else? It could just be that maybe the Inhumans made it, and then something else. I don't know. But I just thought that was hilarious. I'm like, okay, now the, uh, the moon theory has a little bit more credibility to it. Now that I've seen the sauce a little bit, but at least um, you've been watching it. Yeah, yeah, and it's only eight episodes, so I think I'm gonna try and finish it. Did you say you finished the whole show, Brian? I oh, can't remember. Yeah, I think I've watched it probably three or four times now. I wow, fucking love it. <laughs> it gets better every time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I will say it was getting pretty risque. It was like the whole like sex scene right away in the beginning in the bed and everything. I was like, damn. I was like, wow. Inhuman, all right. <laughs> Get, yeah, so that that's that's funny. Facts or whatever. 
Right. Um, was it on FX or was it ABC? It looked like it was uh, ABC it was budget. ABC. Right. Which even then, that's still kind of... I don't know. I've only seen the first 20 minutes, so what could I say? Um, but I interject. I'm sorry, Brian. Was there anything else you had to add? No, that was it. I've just... I've been digging and digging. I want some <laughs> hard proof, but it looks like I'm just going to have to wait until they mm-hmm. announce something at D23. Yeah, when is D23 again? Is it the like 20th, 19th of September? I think think it's not this coming friday but the following so that'd be the the ninth through the 11th wow it's sooner than i thought oh my god just give me the dates right there are the dates give me the dates yes yeah, under 9 10th and 11th wow Woo. okay heck yeah get stoked oh boy it's gonna be that's gonna be like trying to do coverage on D twenty three in the middle of covering a show, but um, like when a movie drops and there's like the show finale is the following week, and you're trying to like do this big movie review, but also review this whole series in the final episode. It's like, oh boy, content kings. That's funny, awesome, well, cool, man. <clears throat> so uh, I already just talked about how my whole Inhumans thing. So that's my little project of trying to catch up on that. Um, but, uh, spoilers, at Louis' party, I was there because I was Spider-Man. And it was great. It was fun. And I was terrified, like, weeks leading up to it that I wasn't going to fit in my damn costume. But, thankfully, I've lost some weight. So, I fit. Not snug, but I fit. Or too snug, I should say. Um, also, I was just huffing fumes of, like, the fabric glue. I had to, like, do a rush job to get my lenses back on. Because I have, like, a face shell I got a year ago printed but i just never really like did anything with it and then i was like yeah i can't fix this asap i just need the glues on i'm like reading the instructions it says leave glued and untouched for three hours and i'm like it is 1 30 i need to leave in two hours i'm not (laughs) gonna be able to do that so it but it worked out um but i was just terrified i was gonna lose the lens and while talking to a child and they were like ah but it worked out um yeah, fun time, man. Fun, t- fun time. But also the scariest thing, and this is like, I always joke about when people like encounter a spider and I'm with them, I'm like, oh, you know, you could have gotten powers maybe. No joke, when I hopped in the shower before I left to go to Louis uh, or Henry's birthday party, I hopped in the shower, turned the water on. Five seconds later, I'm hopping out. Like, nope. A spider this big just dropped out of nowhere and it starts scrambling all fast and crazy on the like in the tub and i was like nope nope no 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 nope and uh the water basically like killed it instantly but i was like as i was flushing i was like you know part of me thought it for an instant i should let it bite me <laughs> but i realized it's probably not a good idea so there goes my one shot and you missed it yeah can you imagine like that actually happened probably wouldn't actually happen but you know what if right that's my episode what if what if I actually got bit in the shower by that spider? Only All right, enough about that. <laughs> you never know. And I would I would have been terrified what would happen next. So, all right. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You know what? We're skipping news because I do not want to talk about Megby Stallion. So let's just dive into shit. Megan the motherfucking Stallion. Newsflash. She's in it. <clears throat> 
So now that we've gotten all the fun stuff out of the way, we are here to talk about episode two of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Now, this episode has a lot of stuff kind of filled in only in like 22 to 25 minutes. It is sh- it's a short episode by far. They just keep on doing that whole like, oh, look, you got seven more minutes and it's just eight different language of credits, which I get, but whatever. Don't advertise that then. Um, but this episode has a lot and I am so stoked to finally talk about it because you're going to hear it so many more times from Louie about who we're getting because this is giving more and more proof, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. So let's dive into the episode. So I want to start off right away by just kind of, uh, getting caught up with how you're feeling about the show so far, Brian, we've had the first episode out. We saw about the origin we got to see a little bit more of what's going on. And now they kind of dive more into like the lawyer side of Jen Walters and kind of going from there. So what's your take on She-Hulk so far? So far, I really love it. <laughs> um, I guess technically this is our second time within the MCU that they've actually talked about GLK and H. But we're mm-hmm. actually getting a deeper dive into it. And we all know, yeah, they represent superhumans. But what we don't know from the comic books is that it's across time, space, and the mortal plane. And it's really awesome that we're getting a deeper dive. I think the first time they brought it up was an Agent Carter. And it was just real brief. It was a one-shot and done. Someone had just mentioned it. And I'm really excited. And that's why I kind of feel like we could get Howard the Duck brought back into this because in, I guess, what was it? She-Hulk, Volume 1, Number 9, back in 2004, Howard the Duck used GLK and H to try to sue George Lucas over movie rights. <laughs> How are we only in two minutes into this this like discussion and you already found a way to pull in Howard the Duck into <laughs> I you know what I gotta I gotta play this. It's time for a Mr. Marvel prediction. Because we didn't think of it to see all the possible outcomes how many did you see 14 million 605 i know it all oh my god <laughs> okay so let's back up there's a lot to unpack there <laughs> there is so gla and uh, glk and h you said the first time it was mentioned was an asian carter and like the tv show yep okay so was were they talking about the law firm or was it just something else that it was uh, in reference they to? They just referenced, I think um, Peggy Carter was asking somebody about, oh, yeah, like, who is this? And they're like, she works for GLKNH. I can't remember the exact reference, but that's the first mm-hmm. time that the MCU actually brought <laughs> it up. And what was really cool in the comic books all throughout the, the history of GLK, I guess it was GLK and B maybe or GL, I think just GLK. Um, Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway. But they um, they reference comic books and all their little depositions. So we oh. should get a lot of comic book references from GLK and H. And there was one hidden Easter egg um, that you actually had seen. Today. Now it makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, because I was going to talk about that later. It was like, okay. why? I thought that was so strange. Oh, so, okay. Okay, that's really cool. Um, so they talk about a lot of comic books. So what was the other thing you mentioned about, like, all across space, time, and the the planes? The or... plane. Like, so they represent superhumans <clears throat> everywhere. And eventually, oh, gotcha. they should gotcha. start representing supervillains. And I think we're kind of getting a 
I guess a fast forward into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. That actually made it pretty cool. Do you think we're actually going to get them mentioning that kind of stuff or anything more into actually who GLK and H really is? I really hope so because I, they were, uh, you know, a super important part of, you know, the She-Hulk comics mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I hope we get a little bit more info on them. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I saw that comic book thing when I was doing a little rewatch earlier today and I saw that I was like, Ooh, I was like, what does this mean? What is it? I gotta make a TikTok. And then Alyssa's like, Are you talking to yourself? as she comes out from the the other side of the apartment. Um but yeah. So wow. I'm mind blown. Did you know about any of that, Louis? Literally nothing. <laughs> this is why we bring Brian on, so we can figure these things out. <laughs> well cool. <clears throat> So, uh, going back to this episode then. So, Louie, how did you like this episode? Did you enjoy it? Um, it was, it was okay. I feel like we're too, really, it's not like you're describing it to people. Like, like, I guess I'm usually, and this is, I feel Mm. like she's, Got fired, right? Mm-hmm. And she met the guy, you know, Neil. And then, then it ended. So, so they don't fit in, and they like the silly stuff at the end, post credits, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I like, like I like, no. love the show. Brian said he, <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, Waiting for like some some plot here. Mm-hmm. The fact that she's representing Emil Blonsky, yeah, but like we gotta get some. So we'll see. Fair enough. You know, I'm still kind of uh, I guess I'm. You know, you bring up a good point about like the whole action thing. I guess it's more like a matter of like personal preference. Like for me, I'm enjoying this just because it's funny and like, I'm enjoying the story so far. Um, I don't think we're going to, if I had to like guess on what we're getting so far of like what the percentage breakdown might be of like story versus action. I think we're going to get like 40% action and then 70% story or 60% story. However that breaks down. Um, and I'm kind of okay with that personally. Cause I know like, She's got to be so expensive for them to do on a TV budget to animate and everything. You know, you've seen all the complaints. So I can't imagine, like, how hard it must be and how expensive it is to really do a lot of big action sequences with her. But then again, you know, it is what it is. So one of the funny... Go ahead. Just so you know, I think you're on, like, a delay or you're lagging. Sorry. I've seen in the rumor mill that uh, Titania is supposed to... Um, around the rumor mill that Titania is supposed to be a part of the Thunderbolts. How she's going to fit in there. When all we've seen mm. a desk thrown at her and then punched into oblivion. Like, I feel like they need to bring her into the fold. Keep forgetting that this, this show is more... Uh, 
you know, the whole Thunderbolt thing you brought up, Louis, is kind of interesting because I don't really think uh, like Titania really fits who I would expect to be in the Thunderbolts, but I never really thought of too. What if we almost get like kind of like the Suicide Squad? You know, there's a lot of people, and then it gets whittled down, and then that's your core team, right? Could that be something we get where I don't know? After a while, we cut people out. I don't think they're gonna kill people off like that. But just like some people just, you know, they don't fit. They get arrested or they just they just go away. But these are the people who really make the cut, make the teams at Thunderbolts. But, but a little Easter egg. I, I don't even know if I call it an Easter egg, actually. Sorry. But <clears throat> later on in this episode, we're kind of skipping the gun here a little bit. But um, Jen finds out with GLK, GLK and H that she has to actually represent one of her first clients there is Abomination. Um. And he's talking to her about this whole, like, what he's been up to, what's been going on, giving his perspective, and he's kind of this weird dude. Um, but he mentions the whole seven soulmates thing, or seven, like, pen pals he's took up and everything. And I started thinking about that more, and now he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, these seven people I talked to, and yada, yada. And then you're talking about Thunderbolts, and I'm like, is it possible that he's already talking to the rest of the Thunderbolt squad while he's in jail? I didn't even, that never even crossed my mind. I just figured he was because I was like, who are these seven people? Seven lovers, right? Said seven lovers. Yeah, seven lovers, and that's on like it's, I don't know. And then I was also watching uh, over this weekend like the whole Heaven's Gate thing on this uh, like docu series on Hulu, and I immediately just started thinking, what if he's in a cult? And then I was like, okay, that's that's too far. I need to I need to back up. That's when speculation gets a little too rampant. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, another thing we got to see here, we got to see who Ched was. Good old Ched. I, I know we were all excited for that. We were all waiting for Ched to show up. He's employed and got a promotion. Did, uh, didn't he say he works at Best Buy? Yeah. <laughs> he could Sponsored probably by. use his help right about now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, you know, I don't, like, Ryan, do you know if there's any, like, comic relevancy to like cousin Chet at all, or is he just a made up thing from you, um, what you know? I mean, there is comic relevancy, but it, he's nobody really important. Gotcha. Kind of your, your comic relief. Fair enough. I mean, I kind of got that based off the way he was joking around and stuff. I thought it was kind of annoying, which I guess is the point, right? <laughs> For him to be like that. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, you know, I just want to go right into it because I'm tired of waiting for it and I don't trust my internet anymore. So, YOLO. We got two things that I took away as, like, the biggest moments in this episode. Okay, actually three. So, the first one, we get this little uh, exchange on the phone and everything uh, where Jen is talking to Bruce on the phone and talking about what's going on and bringing up Abomination and kind of get, like, his opinion on everything. But the reason why it's important, because while she's talking to him, we find out by the time the call is ending, he's actually on that ship, uh, the carrier class uh, Sakar ship, and he's zooming back. So there we go. Right away. He's hopping off. He's gone. What's going to happen? What do you guys think? Oh, before Before Brian really breaks it down, before Brian really gets into it, because <laughs> I know he's got a whole, a whole spiel. Um, 
I keep seeing uh, that old man Hulk, the one with the long hair, the balding long hair, and the gray beard. And uh, I would love to see some of that. But I don't really have an explanation to how we get there. But I would love to see some of it. Was that the same Hulk you just described? Was he in that uh, really shitty Avengers video yeah. game? Okay, yeah, that's why. Yeah, he's a whole. He's a, uh, in the comics and everything, but he's one of the skins in the mm-hmm. in the Avengers game. Gotcha. So, so uh, now yeah, for the Brian, real truth. Let's let's hear it. All right. Well, you know we're getting set up for something bigger, which mm-hmm. it could only be one of two things: Planet Hulk or World War Hulk. And with Ragnarok, that was a lot of pulling from Planet Hulk, so it leaves us with one thing, World War Hulk. And Hulk's coming back, Professor Hulk, Smart Hulk, whatever you want to call him, he's going away, Banner's going away, and it is going to be the badass Hulk. Real quick, I have to interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Do you prefer Hulk or do you prefer Smart Hulk? So I have a problem with Smart Hulk. Um, Hulk is, I don't know how, what the right word, he's, he's perfect in every way. But why does he need glasses? <laughs> <laughs> that, it bothers me so much. <laughs> well, the thing is, do we know he's actually using the glasses to improve his vision? Or is he just trying to like look like a hipster? How you wear like the clear lenses like in high school, you know? So I, I guess that's a good point. The, the normal Hulk smash. That that's my jam. I hate the. Thank you. I lost Hulk. that battle last week, two to one. I was outnumbered. I said Avengers. I, Avengers 2012 Hulk is best Hulk. I'm still working on the video montage of you narrating that little. <laughs> monologue going on because it's actually really funny so i'm trying to match up all the clips and scenes and everything from the movies once it's done i think it's gonna be pretty funny i can't wait for that yeah because that was like too funny um continue your world war world war hulk explanation there uh that's really it it's the only thing that we can lead up to Uh, we know he's going back to sakaar um in the original planet hulk he had a lot of connections in sakaar and he was you know, basically a, a god there um, with the thought of certain people being killed. I don't know. It, it's, it's hard to really think about any other option because I mean, the grandmaster you know, is he's dead. Do you think he's dead though? Because there was a whole thing they were talking about with uh, love and thunder saying that they shot footage with him, but then they cut it. So that's what I'm wondering. Like if they cut that, is it because it just wasn't going to fit or was it because it's going to potentially conflict? Because I also heard rumblings uh, over the last week and a half or so that apparently Universal may not actually be holding the rights to Hulk anymore within the next year, which is why I'm thinking, oh, shit, maybe it's actually finally going to be possible for Marvel to actually make a standalone Hulk film or, like, you know, actually Hulk-titled film. See, maybe they announce something at D23. That that would be that'd be what do the kids say? Out of pocket. That would yeah. be the thing that's like the totally <laughs> random thing, like least expected to be announced at D23. That was my like place all your money and you like 
I don't I don't know how gambling works, but you know, make a lot of money if you were against those odds that something with Hulk is actually announced. That would be freaking nuts. How do you feel about that, Louis? Um, yeah, I feel like D twenty three. You guys keep bringing it up, and like I feel like Comic Con was where they really dropped dropped the mic. And D twenty three is not going to be as mic droppy. So I don't. I I feel like they're not going to really get into any new stuff. I feel like they're going to like elaborate on stuff that we've already got. Maybe it's gonna be like couple, an alley oop. Yeah, show a couple teasers or something, or be like, "Hey, you remember that guy <laughs> that did that thing? He's gonna do Fantastic Four." Everyone's gonna be like, "Ah, I knew it. You said that before." I can't remember the guy, and I can't remember the thing, but he did a thing. Matt Shackman is uh the one in talks to do Fantastic Four, so he's the producer and director of uh, WandaVision. WandaVision, that's what it yeah. was. See, I was hoping for Jordan Poole. Peel. Jordan Peel. <laughs> Jordan Poole's a basketball player. I was hoping for Jordan Peel. <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I, I love you, Lou. You crack me up. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so the other thing with Hulk here, we get this really good fourth wall break and meta joke that I think is actually probably one of the best fourth wall the they could have done. The best writing you could have done for this show happened. Go ahead, Devin. So when they're talking about like uh, who he was, he's like, you know, I was a totally different person back then. She goes, ha! And she, but she looks actually at the audience. That is perfect. He that says, is the best says, way. Literally, ever. literally. And she goes, ha! <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause it for for Hannah. I said, do you get it? She goes, no. And I was like, well, it was Ed Norton the last time he he saw Abomination. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah, that's the best joke they could have made. That was the best. I well done. Every second well freaking played. You know, I saw people talking about that too, uh, online of course. Like the whole debate is like resurfacing of like Edward Norton versus um Mark Ruffalo. And I'm seeing so many people to say like Edward Norton was much better, he was the best, he's like completely like checks all the boxes more than um ruffalo does and to me that just feels kind of like wow where is has this audience always been there or are they just finally like getting more of the spotlight to talk about it because of this but i don't know i just i'm kind of curious real quick how do you guys feel are you more of a norton or are you more of a ruffalo is who's the better banner ruffalo all the way i i enjoyed the hulk movie the incredible hulk movie but a lot of people just straight up didn't. And if you're going to sit here and talk about how great uh, Edward Norton was, how come you keep saying this movie was dog shit? Well, it was the directing and this. Well, no, it comes down to the star of the movie at the end of the day. And he left because they had creative differences. So I guess that yeah. kind of covers him a little bit. But I don't know. I think Mark Buffalo does a pretty good job. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm too attached to Ruffalo at this point. And when I watched The Incredible Hulk uh, recently, I, I just I just couldn't get into it as him as much. I just didn't buy the character, I guess. But, you know, he did a good job. Just, I like this one better, whatever that meme is. So that's the big thing. The two other things I want to talk about. 
good old finally got a goddamn reference to that stupid ass dead celestial just sitting in the Indian Ocean in the most nonchalant ways ever. Just yep, holding, fondling us from above. The best content from Phase Four, according to Michael from the Stark Wars podcast. Go check out our last episode. He loves journals in Phase Four. We really need to get him back on so we can figure out why. Um, shout out to Stark Wars. Go check him out. <clears throat> but yeah, in that little uh, sequence when Jen is essentially she got let go from her job, she's just kind of doom scrolling and looking all that stuff on that one web page. If you get it, I think it's like literally the six minute mark. Look for a couple seconds there, and you see on the right hand side what does the little related article say? It says. Why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean? I love it. I do love it. Glad somebody finally referenced it. It just... You know, my beef with this whole celestial thing is the fact, like, you know, Louis, you sent me this really funny TikTok that <laughs> was like, people are talking about this. Why would you do this? And then it's like, literally goes through every show, like, oh, man, Spider-Man, no way home. It's like, oh, wow, look at all this stuff. You know what's weird? Do you know that weird celestial, like, big statue just sticking out of the ocean? That's weird, too, right? And Too bad we couldn't get into college. <laughs> hey, how about that big celestial sticking out of the thing? Like, when you put it like that, yeah, it's funny. But my <laughs> issue with all this nonsense is the fact that this gigantic statue erupted out of the Earth's core and just died and got stuck out of nowhere. And the fact that there's no, like direct effect on the climate or the globe or like disasters just stemming from it is what is like I want addressed something like that immediately should have flooded and caused tsunamis and like total destruction now granted we're about to see Atlanteans and everything go fucking nuts with water in a couple months here with Wakanda forever because of Namor so could there be something with that I don't know I don't want to I mean I, I I don't know if it's really the time or place but that's my issue is the fact that we've gone so far in this whole goddamn phase about grief and no one's talking about how they probably lost like countries and land because of this like erected half statue out of the ocean. And that's my that's my that's my beef. I just don't get it. Yeah, I said erected. If you can it actually came up. It's like I think they use it structural and stuff. A new is that a kind of is that a fucking erection to stick it out like boy, 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 boy look at me over here. That's not lava. Oh, <laughs> I had to. I, I had to. I was just trying to make Brian laugh, and it worked. But <laughs> you caught me. Usually, when you're ranting, I'm pretty good at it. But you caught me that time. Oh, that was funny. Yep. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> Nobody else cares about Eternals, man. I, I don't know why. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness should. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. There's this article. And Louis. Ten offbeat jobs for a fresh start, and then has a QR code right next to it. Absolutely. One of it is like <laughs> dressing up as Chip and Dale or something. It, yeah, the sweet Swiss village mascot. It's says, have you ever wanted to pack everything up and start a new life in a cozy village straight out of a storybook? Sorry, it's a little blurry. 
Now that dream can become a reality because in, uh, I can't read this, um, has posted a unique job offering to start uh, a full-time permanent position as a mascot, even comes with housing in the town square. <laughs> that's that's funny. Um, I couldn't scan the QR code. It just wasn't working on my iPad when I was trying to scan it. Brian, Louis, were you guys able to scan that? I got I was it. able to scan it. Was it just like She-Hulk number two or something, or what is it? Number one from 2004, when she is an Avenger fighting alongside Captain America, Iron Man, uh, and they're what? They're fighting Modok and the forces of. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Freaking Modok. Freaking Captain America. If you saw her phone screen, <laughs> that jo- I feel like that joke is going to be in every episode. Captain There's going to be fucks. just a Captain America. Fu- <laughs> Captain America. Fu- <laughs> oh man, too funny. Oh, but you know what, Fox? <laughs> That's a transition. <laughs> That's a segue. Oh my god, the fucking this is when the like in the news anchor they would like take their papers and go, you know what? Whatever. Throw it up in the air. Fuck it. We're doing it live. The third thing on here, which I could not believe I missed it until I had to read for it. It's another related article. Right above it, there's Iron Man threes. It's a shoe ad. And it almost looks like kind of like Spider Gwen um, from Into the Spider Verse. Kind of looks like her color scheme and everything. What does it say, Devin? Yeah, it says Iron Man threes. What is there any say? relevance to Iron Man three? Are they really trying to reference Iron Man three here? What does it say under the celestial, Devin? It's actually say? above. What does it say? <laughs> All right, I can't do it anymore. There's an article that says it Man- says we're getting Wolverine. <laughs> That's what it says, Devin. We're getting Wolverine! Yes, it's happening. It's about damn time. Per Lizzo, we're getting Wolverine. It says man with metal claws gets in a bar fight. Who else has metal claws? It's Wolverine. If you say X-23, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> well, that X-23 isn't a man, so. Right? What? You're, yeah, you're not wrong. X-23 is a it's a uh, it's his daughter or whatever. The clone thing? Yeah. Man fights with metal claws in bar crawl or bar brawl. <laughs> that would have been funny, actually. <laughs> so, last time I remember, first X Men movie actually shows Wolverine for the first time, Logan, in a bar and he gets in a fight, right? Uh, that's when Rogue finds him. <clears throat> Was there any other instance where he gets in a bar fight in any other movies? Or I'm sure maybe, but. Always, I'm pretty sure it was even in Logan because the little Asian sword fighting girl, or not Logan, mm. what's the other one? Origins. Origins, gotcha. Yeah, he gets to do a bar fight with uh, Sabretooth, Sabretooth. Uh, Victor. Mm. In, in, a, in a, yeah. Hey, can you guys take this outside? And then he like, has the, the bone yeah. claws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Victor like stomps on him or whatever and shatters him. He's like, ah! and then he. Close. And he cuts that guy's sink off. So, anyways, we're getting Wolverine. It's happening. Did you notice that right away, Louis? Absolutely when you watched not. it? Absolutely not. not <laughs> I was trying so hard, trying so hard not to spoil that or gave any inclination that there was going to be a Wolverine reference this episode. So, when I was doing like the whole uh, like episode without spoilers or spoilers without context, I was, you know, easily could have just put in like, a Wolverine claw or something, but if I did that, instantly you would have been like, "What? What?" And I didn't want to spoil that or for anyone really. 
I, uh, yeah, uh, you guys had posted on our group chat on Instagram that you were excited to review. It's such a big episode. And I said, I just watched it. Didn't seem like that big of an episode. And so I Googled what the hell's going on with this episode. And they were like, Wolverine, bro. I was like, what? <laughs> and so I had to, I had to like look it up. And then, and then of course I walked out there by that time I had taken my, my nighttime medicine and I was standing there in my underwear and I was like, Hey, you have to see this. And I turned around <laughs> a, a screenshot for Hannah. I was like, look, it's talking about the selection. What does this say? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, as Henry would say, we're getting, we're getting Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. You know, I wonder why they decided to choose to put that here out of all things. It's the perfect place. Why do you think so? Because like, it's not too serious, but it's serious enough to where like, you're going to get people talking, but it's not like, you see him at the bar at Madripoor or something. <clears throat> no, he was right in there, bro. He was right there because mm-hmm. now it's like just a little seedling, you know, you're like, Oh, you know, tingly and shit. I think it's the perfect place to put it. What if he was at that bar that they were having the, the after party for the law, uh, like the, the case right before she gets laid off right. essentially. Sh- shit can. Yeah. Um, what if he was in the background this whole time? Well, they haven't called me yet to uh, come in and audition, so I assume that, uh, yeah, he wasn't there because ah. I wasn't in the episode. Nobody called me to be in the bar, so it couldn't have been him. Well, if you had the role anyways, you wouldn't be able to talk about it. So how do we know you're telling the truth? X. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's your take on all this, Brian? I mean, I think it was a perfect time to drop it in there. We just got our first, you know, mutant nudge um, with Miss Marvel. And, I mean, they put it in a great place because it was right there, the QR code. <laughs> so, of course, a lot of people are spotting those. They're pausing them, and you're going to read all that stuff. I mean, even there was the find Ant-Man and Norse mythology. There was yeah. a lot of little hidden things on that page. Yeah, those little tags up top, it's hilarious. It's those... There's a fun tag, movies, find Ant-Man, cars, Norse mythology, Avengers, and then there's a blue one that's cropped a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it just says insanity, which I think that's where she's reading these yep. this article about the 10 offbeat jobs. Yeah. So I guess that's a really interesting point, too, that kind of opens up another can of worms is the whole fact that if this guy, you know, well, clearly it's Wolverine. Um, he's here. He's getting in fights. It begs the question, how long have mutants actually been present in at least Earth 616 in the MCU? Has it been recently? Has it been only maybe a few? I know one of the biggest theories post like Endgame and everything was like with all the different snaps, all that gamma radiation, is this their way of like segueing into introing the uh, the mutants just because of that? Like, does it activate the gene? I don't really know, but that just like that's if you guys had to guess. What do you think they've been around for much, much longer, like decades, or do you think is it just like pretty much in the last five years, mutants are starting to pop up? Well, I mean, you gotta think if they're pulling in Wolverine, <clears throat> they're gonna have been there for decades, for centuries, even. 
just mm. flying under the radar. And I mean, we even saw Professor X. Yeah, it was on, you know, a whole different Earth, but still. Yeah. True, true. I just, if if they've been here for that long, I just really hope that when they come around, we don't get the classic Phase 4 line. We couldn't help with Thanos because we were we had to not interfere with human affairs or whatever the fuck they keep saying every fucking movie. Yeah. Well, we we were going to help, but we 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 didn't want to interfere with human affairs. It's like, oh my god. I get we get it. But you all got snapped too. Why the fuck wasn't Wolverine out there trying to cut Thanos' goddamn head off? Cuz you know he would have gone for the head. See <laughs> Yeah, maybe I could even see like some retconning here and there where they try and say like, oh, there actually was like a couple of mutants present, but there was just so many people and so much action that no one ever noticed us. I'm like, well, I, I don't think we need, I don't think we need that. Yeah, it'd be. Did you see when uh, they asked the Russo brothers about Nova being there for Endgame? Oh, really? Sharing like big open. Uh, shots from the movie. He's like, yeah, he's in this one. Look, he's right there. And it's just a huge battlefield full of people. He's like, he's right in there. You can see him. <laughs> it's just a big field. There he is. There's Nova. The real question was Howard the Duck present? Howard the Duck was wasn't, wasn't yeah. Endgame. He was there. He was, yeah, he was. Did he have a gun? He had something. He was running around. Was he seriously there? And I never yeah. noticed him. Howard the Duck is in Endgame. What the fuck? Or <laughs> what the duck, I should say. <laughs> Damn. Now I gotta find the, the photo uh, for you, Devin. I'm learning so much in this episode. And uh, I'm not even talking <laughs> about like this show. I'm talking about like literally this recording None tonight. This is an experience. Yeah, so maybe we should talk a little bit about She-Hulk. <laughs> so the big kind of cliffhanger ending on this episode is the whole fact that uh, she feels almost like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can help this guy. Maybe I can help uh, Abomination and everything. What's going on with him? And then right away, we find out he uh, was fighting with Wong out in... Um, I forget the name of the club and everything. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was there. Well, I'll be damned. We're getting Howard the Duck. <laughs> We're getting Howard the Duck! <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta find my character that we're getting a something of. I don't know if you remember Devin, but you were waiting so long for an Eternals trailer to drop, and so we were in a competition of what were we gonna get first, Wolverine or an Eternals trailer? I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I guess we're that says a lot. Troll. <laughs> pit, pit the trolls coming. Okay, so Shang-Chi. Abomination is in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Michael from Star Wars Podcast. Least favorite thing from Phase 4. I'm sorry. Um, Just kidding, obviously. Uh, You're fine. So he was kind of going in and out of his jail cell with Wong's help, probably, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't just escape and go do that, and then he was just not there. Like, Jen didn't talk to him, and then he escaped to go do that. He was back in his jail cell. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah. Cool. Just making sure. And that's what I wonder, is that one of his one, uh, is Wong one of the seven soul loves or whatever? One of his lovers. Yeah, one of his lovers. I literally think he just meant like when people in prison get like pen pals and they all take lovers and stuff like that. Well, you gotta see. You gotta think though. Like you saw his kind of security with how isolated he is and all the like precautions. There's no way he's interacting with other inmates. He's totally like just. He has no privacy. Well, what the the clandestines were locked up there too, but they escape easily. Okay, that was just a bunch of bullshit in my opinion too. I mean, they. I I think the clandestines may have been the dumbest things since. I can't even think how old, but I, how I'm not a fan. Dare you? I loved whatever the clandestines were. <laughs> Is that Miss Marvel? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I loved Miss Marvel. Oh yeah, you like you like that? Name one character from the clandestines. The black yeah. girl. <laughs> the, uh, uh, You're Tom good. Mom's You're mom. <laughs> Namja, Nam, Najma, Namja. It was something like I'm you, you, close. You named one, Comron. Yeah, you to Comron. Boom, oh, Comron. Clandestine. Yeah. yeah, he was a clandestine. Cameron. It's like it's like the joke. It's like, oh yeah, you love Avatar. Name one character. <laughs> I've never seen Avatar. Uh, well, I, yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna go Star Wars on that one. Uh, I the love blue, those blue people. Yeah, the blue one, or are we talking the the? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways. Back to She-Hulk again, somehow. Uh, yeah. I was gonna talk about the whole Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Whose line is it, anyways? Where everything's made up and nothing fucking matters. <laughs> oh my god, I've lost my sanity with this recording. <laughs> I apologize, everyone. I've had so we've had so many uh, technical issues tonight that I'm just kind of like. Over the moon, get it? Moon? And it's night because there's a moon in it? Ah, uh, cracked myself up with that one. Uh, okay, so Wong is going to probably show up in episode three. That's my prediction. So we never really have uh, a chance to do this, but now we have Mr. Marvel on the episode. So, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask what his predictions are for this series. Well, I mean, you, you said it right Wait, there. Wong it. is going to show up. We know Wong's going to show up. We've mm-hmm. seen the uh, the preview. <clears throat> but yeah, it, it's got to be obviously episode three, episode four. And he's going to explain why he's pulling Abomination out of the cell and what that is all about. Um, Titania, you know, she's an influencer. She's a, I don't know, a, not a mutant, but, you know, she has powers. She's somewhat strong. She is the nemesis basically of she-hulk she just got humiliated in a courtroom so she's going to come back in full force um it's going to get intense i think probably around episode five or six we're going to get leapfrog or frogman i don't know who it's going to be but it's going to be one of the two and then we get our tie-in to daredevil and then we Hopefully, come back to Bruce and see what he is doing on Sakar. Fair enough. I don't think we're going to see Bruce anymore, buddy. I really don't. 
I mean, that's really the question, right? It's like, when are we actually going to see him again with what's going on? Because aside from also Shang-Chi, that uh, little uh, co- like video conference they had about talking about the Bengals and everything, um, trying to react the rings, excuse me, wrong show. Um, we see that he's, oh, wow, he's in the cast and he's human. So this is obviously bef- that was obviously before what's going on in She-Hulk. But it, I wonder if he's going to cut off communication with everyone or I, I don't know. So it's, I just hope it's not a thing where we have to wait like another couple of years or something just to like catch up with him again or see what's going on. That's what would be driving nuts. So if they're going to do something big with him and Sakaar, I feel like that has to kind of be announced soon. And that could be a phase six. So that is like what, two years away? Three years away? Two and a half? Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half, man? Yep. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. All I know, we're we're getting Howard the Duck, so that's just wait. All bets are off. So, you you had said that Frogman was going to be the connector of She-Hulk and Daredevil, and when you said that, I thought it was so ridiculous and impossible that Frogman was going to connect these two characters that I told you I would send you. A free Earth 894 t-shirt. And then I was watching a TikTok where a man was explaining that it seems like She-Hulk is going to have more cameos than Multiverse of Madness. Then they started going through some people that we've seen. Oh, you got this guy and that guy and Emil Blonsky and Wong. And he goes, here's Frogman. I said, no fucking way is Frogman visible in this fucking thing. And there he was, being Frogman. I said, I'm going to have to send Brian a goddamn T-shirt. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, time will tell, but Frogman. Who would have fucking thunk? Or Leapfrog. I don't know. It's, well, it's one of the two. A, It's the same a, costume. A frog character. Yeah. That's not Toad. Leapfrog and Frogman. I mean. Father and son. Ah. Uh... And they gotcha. both are tied into um, Daredevil. There you go. That's going to be our tie-in. Leapfrog, man. God Just bless wait. you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, man. So, do we have any final thoughts on uh, She-Hulk at all? Anything you guys want to get out before I pull my hair out? Um, I think I think we're gonna get a post credit scene every episode. Seems like the post credit scenes are just silly shit that happens that has mm. to do with part of the episode. Um, like helping hang a TV and helping her dad around the house and stuff like that. So I feel like we're gonna get just a silly post credit scene every episode. And mm. watch me be proved wrong literally this uh, this coming Thursday. It'd be funny, kind of ironic if every episode, except the final episode, had a uh, post credit scene. Where that's usually the most important one to have. Um, was I? I thought I thought her dad was was the Fonz. I thought it was Henry Winkler. (laughs) It it was not. I just watched The Waterboy for the first time this weekend too. So it's funny you bring him up. For the first time. For the first time, yeah. 
I also watched Sweeney Todd uh, for the first time, as well as Edward Scissorhands for the first time last night. I mean, I've never seen Sweeney Todd and Edward Scissorhands. It's complete ass. But the oh. water boy. Love the water boy. Mama, 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 mama. I'm going to say alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth, but no toothbrush. <laughs> I understand so many more references I never got as a child now from playing sports and everything. And I like Vicky. She liked me too. She showed me her boobies and I like them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Adam Sandler. When is he coming? He's going to be Frogman. Adam Sandler, Frogman. That's my prediction. No, he's going to be Mr. Fantastic, man. I saw the leaks. Oh, they, yeah. they, my video got out and they were like, sorry, we got to reel it back. We can't do it at Comic-Con. We have to save it for D23. So, plays your bets. Adam Sandler. Devin got the leaks. Also, I just want to say I would love to see Adam Sandler in a Marvel movie. I don't care as what or who or how. <laughs> Shut up! Can you imagine if he was Black Bolt? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of saying I'm sorry and killing uh, that A three eight strange just goes Shut up you messed up Oh that'd be great. On that note, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Trivia, Devin, trivia. Yes, yeah, we're out shout of here. Outs. All right. We uh every Tuesday we like to do trivia because it's trivia, and it's Tuesday. So what we did for this last week, if I can uh, remember from the archive of my brain. In the um, Avengers, what does Bruce Banner ride to regroup with the Avengers? Was it A, a Chitauri glider? B, a Chitauri Leviathan? Levi- Leviathan? Leviathan. Uh, Leviathan. C, a <laughs> missile? Or D, a motorcycle? And the correct answer was the a motorcycle. The was a motorcycle. Nobody guessed missile, luckily. <laughs> so let's I usually sum some, someone with something. Let's do some shout-outs. Uh, do you have it pulled up? Yeah. Shout-out to Nerd Dose Podcast. Good old jab, Frisbee. Uh, Nerdy Boys. Team Unicorn Podcast. Mandy Loves Photography, 1998. Hey, look at who it is. Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Uh, GC Malashevsky. Pixie Dust Sammy. Two Sides of the Story Pod. Nunicorn. NYCA9. Stark Wars Pod. Good job, everybody. You know, and the reason why I came up with that question is because you were talking about that moment in your monologue from our first She-Hulk episode review. So I was like, hey, I'm going to put this in the trivia. I thought it was a moped. I was wrong. You know, it when I watched it, I know I already had to post it. I'm pretty sure he rides a dirt bike, but I mean, dirt bike, motorcycle, moped, they all got two wheels, right? All right. So, would you rather Wednesday? Uh, we teamed up with the man of the hour, Michael, from the Stark Wars podcast last week. And it got me thinking, would you rather have an Iron Man suit or a or an X-Wing? But I didn't know how to say X-Wing. I thought it was a f- X-Wing fighter jet. But Devin informed me that, that is not how you say it, you dumb, dumb boy. 
So the fact was, you're like that. Uh, you're like, okay, man, that doesn't sound right to me, but whatever. And I was I like, just, are you really? I would have been like, really? I would have been like, really? been like <laughs> staring right at my phone up here. Uh, an uh, X-wing, X-wing at Aliciousness. So we changed it to a uh, lightsaber, which is pretty uh, iconic. And on TikTok, on the tick of talks, I have fifty-five uh, percent of people going Iron Man suit versus lightsaber. What did you say, Brian? Oh, lightsaber all the way. Wow, bold. Yeah. What would you use your lightsaber for? Uh, to stab the uh, Iron Man suit right through <laughs> his heart. That's that true. The Iron Man suit's like in the air shooting phaser beams yeah. or something. But if you remember, I'll have the high ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, d- you did. <laughs> I didn't think about the armor yet. Yeah, I don't think that armor can be uh, safe against the lightsaber. Also, I got bored and I asked... I asked our friends over on TikTok, um, who is Spider-Man's arch nemesis? I feel like everybody's got a number one villain. Uh, Daredevil as Kingpin. Uh, uh, Black Panther has Killmonger or Manape, depending on who you talk to. Uh, so on and so on. You know, you know him, you love him. But Spidey has the best list of villains in Marvel. No doubt about it. Uh, guys from Craven the Hunter to Venom to Mr. Negative, but two names always stick out the most, and I would say that that's Dr. Otto Octavius and Norman Osborn himself, the Green Goblin. And I thought it was close. In my head, it's, it's razor thin. But uh, Green Goblin opened up Dr. Octopus's mouth and took a big steaming dump inside of it on TikTok. It wasn't even close. Uh, as as Devin said in a TikTok that he sent me, and not Devin said, but as Devin, we talked about last week, uh, Dr. Octopus is gobbling these nuts. It wasn't even close. Uh, <laughs> Green Goblin got uh, 85% of the vote. So... I dressed up as the wrong guy for Henry's party is what I've learned, but I had already had the tentacles made, so I wasn't going to change it. Nah, Doc Ock was much cooler. It was, I think kids would recognize him more as a villain. And if you showed up as a goblin, I think uh, kids could have gotten a little spooked. It would have just been the the goblin from Spider-Man No Way Home. I wasn't going to paint my face green or anything. Yeah. Would have been cool if I came in on a helipad, though, a hello. Thing. Hella cool. What do you what do you think, Brian? Uh, Doc Ock or Green Goblin? Oh, Goblin, all the way. I mean, that's not arch nemesis. Not even close. Mm-mm, not even close. You got to think. Like, okay. He grew up with, you know, Norman. He, yeah, he grew up with Norman's true. son. <clears throat> he was part of the family in a sense until he went crazy. It's true. I guess it all depends on like who you're. There's so many different Spider-Man stories. Like he worked with Doc Ock in the video game and stuff like that. Yeah, I, that's what I think of. Like the video game is what really made Doc Ock such a great villain. But also, I mean, it's like he doesn't have, or that version of Peter doesn't have the same kind of relationship uh, that we've like traditionally known um, with Osborn and everything. Um, 
<clears throat> at least in this sense, as his like being a mayor and shit. But that one like wrenches on your heart. I still like get emotional just playing and rewatching like playthroughs and stuff like that. Fantastic. However, also, if you guys are familiar with like the whole superior Spider Man comic arc and all like that, um, I think that would go in by saying that how that whole stuff happens where basically they switch bodies and Peter dies in the really old now well not even old just just dead body of uh Doc Ock. I would say that um Otto is the ultimate Spider Man villain because he's the only one who actually killed Peter in that amazing Spider Man run. Um but then guess what? Retcon he comes back. They all come back. Ha <laughs> ha spoilers so, goblin. Yeah. goblin these nuts. Eight hundred issues later. I think it's eight hundred or something like that. It's insane. Oh, but you know what's insane? The kind of night we've had. So if this episode is anywhere relatively close to sounding coherent and put together and somewhat produced for you, then we saved you the trouble of <laughs> listening to our very deranged episode because of technical difficulties. Um, so I just want to say big shout out and thank you to your patience or thank you for your patience to both of you guys, Louie and Brian, for putting up with all this and, uh, being able to still talk about this episode, you know, make an hour out of it. All right, Devin. You know what time it is. Hit me. Ooh, you know, so Brian, I don't think you know about this game. So the whole trivia uh, contest we're on and everything, like I said, to get Louis prepared until we can finally like sit down and watch Star Wars, I thought it'd be fun if I throw a Star Wars question at him every episode just to see what he can answer and kind of go from there also because it's comedic joy like how we got the sarlacc pit was the the rival in the bot race <laughs> episode one um so you are also a big fan of star wars and you were recently even on a star wars podcast as a guest i was so i'm gonna put you on the spot here what is a trivia question for star wars you want to throw at louis Uh-oh, it's one up the sleeve, everyone. Trying to show off the ink. Oh, okay. What is that symbol? The resistance. No? Damn it. I have no idea. That was my guess. The resistance. You're close. If this was horseshoes, yeah, you're really close. Mm-hmm. Rebel That's Alliance. The, uh, the Rebel Alliance. I would have never gotten yep. that in a million years. It's the Rebels. But the resistance is... Is it almost identical? Except they, I don't even know if I have anything that would have the Resistance logo on it. Um, but needless to say, yeah, I had a feeling probably that was a... You're not a huge sequel fanboy diehard, so probably safe to say it's uh, Rebellion. <clears throat> I want to throw another one at you, Louie. Do I have any props I can throw you? Uh, nah. We'll, we'll save it for next week. Oh, what? You got your other arm. Oh, is your... Oh, uh, okay. Is it the Mandalorian? <laughs> I can't tell. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, Boba Fett? Yeah. He's got another helmet underneath it. Ha, 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 ha.
Did you literally just draw a happy face on your arm, or was that already there? <laughs> no, I literally just did it. All right, everyone. Well, we're about to go blast off to a galaxy far, far away because that's where my brain insanity is at right now. So thank you all so much for bearing with us for this episode of uh, Earth 894. Go check out Brian's awesome, awesome podcast, Mercy um, Marvel Minutes. Where can they find you at? Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon. I'll be uh, having new recordings in hey. the next two weeks. You're too lazy to look any of that up. We'll have it all in the show notes. So go check out those good old hyperlinks. Also, help us out. Go to review on all our podcasts. <laughs> I actually probably should ask you for a review after this one. <laughs> but... We're going to be having a uh, sale coming up on our merch store, so I think it's going to be 50% off for a Labor Day weekend, so go treat yourself to something cool. Get a shirt, get a mug, get a sticker, get a fanny uh, pack if you really want to get one. We know a guy. That guy's me. Talk to me. No problem, Louie. All right, let's actually get out of here. This is Earth 94 Have a good week. We'll see you for episode three of She-Hole next week.